Yes, yes, it's the two best friends that anyone could have. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Survivor Now podcast and the new and improved recap show. Yes, it is just moving forward. Uh, we missed out on having Abraham last week, but luckily we had Stephen Fishback filling in. But moving forward, this is the group. This is the duo that is going to be running the recap shows on Wednesday night, myself and Abe, where it all started with an occasional guest from time to time. Uh, and we'll get more into that later. But Abraham, welcome back to the show, my my guy. I mean, Fishback man. did a great job filling in, but I missed you. It did. I saw Fishback, man. Uh, wish I'd had a chance to talk to him. It feels it feels like I've been gone so many times. But, you know, we Bryson Window events, you got to go out. You got to represent. Um then I had to go back home to Atlanta to, you know, enjoy an event, hang out with a couple of other Survivor fans. So, but it's good to be back in the podcast. World. Ah, yeah. I mean, the fans love you, man. So we're excited to have you back. Uh, really quick, before we get into tonight's episode, how have you been enjoying the last couple of weeks? Because I think the last time we spoke was when I was just, I hated the episode and I was just complaining about it so much. So how does it feel to be, you know to be back now? Now I'm back. I get to sit in a chair. I get to watch the episode, watch it develop. It's just great to be a part of it, man. Just to see the twists and turns. And, you know, for me, it's always a development of how are you going to do the episode better? Or how are you going to do this particular season better than you did 41, 42, 43? What's going to be the new twist and turns? And you know what? It has not disappointed. I mean, we've always seen something new and better each episode, which is truly enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. Lauren was here with... Uh, with Sandra, we enjoyed it last Wednesday together. We did our watch party here in San Antonio for everybody to come out. Thanks for coming out. We had a blast. Um, it's just been so much fun, man, just seeing the actual players for this season and watching the people that come to see us on Survivor, watch us on the podcast, just to see how they react to being in person. So we had a good time last Wednesday. But I'm back now with my man, Randy. Uh, I was jealous. I mean, the event looked amazing. Well, uh, yes, you're back with your man, Randy, the man who curses everybody whenever he tells them that they're going to win the game. It, for those of you who did not know, last Friday, I had the honor to go on to Russell Muscle TV on YouTube. They do an incredible job. I was actually binging their videos this morning. Uh, well, it's it's mainly Russell, but Russell does an incredible job. He uploads videos every week saying uh, what you might have missed from the episode. Go check out his content. But anyways, we talked on the show about our new winner pick since I chose Josh to win the game. And I thought Josh was going to be one of the best players of all time. <laughs> yeah, Abraham's got it in writing. So we know I, I picked Josh. Um, well, I made my new winner pick prediction of Franny. And I said, I think Franny is seriously going to win this game. I'm calling it now. And of course... Franny is the one who goes home this week after becoming a challenge beast. Abraham, I just got to shut my mouth, my dude. Like, it's now a curse. Like, you don't want me to say that you're my winner pick because that means you're not going to do good on the game. CBS, if you listen to this podcast and Randy calls a name out, just go ahead and contact him. Let them know they got the edit. So next week, they're gone. Randy has been successful in putting everybody at the game that he selected. So you do not want to hear your name mentioned by Randy on the podcast. <laughs> No, no, you no, do not. It's no a, that. It's a mess. Well, Franny played an incredible game. I mean, she won three individual immunity challenges. A, a challenge beast. I, I want to see how many. I I wish I could have seen how many more immunities she would have won. 
if she stayed on the on the show longer. Um, but Abraham, it just caught up with her. I mean, she was being looked at as the huge threat. And Carolyn was really, I mean, we saw her talk about earlier on in the episode that she didn't have any friends and she didn't have really a number one ally in the game. She was left out of the last vote. We thought maybe the fact that she voted for Jamie was maybe her choosing to vote for Jamie, not to piss anyone off. No, she was genuinely left out of the vote and had no idea. So she just wrote Jamie's name down, which was unfortunate to hear. And the only person that really had her back this episode was Carolyn and no one else seemed like they wanted to keep her around. I mean, I think one thing I will say about the shorter season of Survivor is it's a lot of oversharing. We want to tell everybody everything. You know, again, I didn't think that Jamie needed to correct the fact that she didn't or did have an idol. And considering Carson was the one that was spreading the news about her, just let it ride. Sometimes you just got to let it ride and see how it plays out. Because once she said something, on all sides, there was no allies for her because everybody thought the same thing. Why would you tell us you had an idol and it left with Kane? Why, why not just keep it to yourself? So that's the oversharing. Listen, and, but I like the fact Jamie survived this vote because I think that's going to make her better going forward. Franny at eight players left. A challenge beast? Yes because she's dominated most of the challenges thus far, but she hasn't won all the challenges. I think at number eight, there's too many people still left. I think there's too many threats in there. That you So you think they shouldn't have taken her out here at eight? I don't think Franny was a threat like that. Because here's the thing about it is, each challenge is different. You know, she's proven that she could play different challenges. She hasn't proved that she can win on all challenges. Because you got to think about it. Endurance, Lauren won the challenge. Now, who cannot win a challenge? Danny, I'm calling you out, guy. <laughs> he's so close every single time look, every you, single look, you start off strong but you're finishing and, and let me tell you something everybody danny is a great guy I met him in toronto the greatest guy you ever want to meet so when i see you again i'll be like your challenge game is, is questionable but <laughs> maybe maybe you'll win a challenge this season by the way everyone if you want to jump into the live chat we like to call it Abraham. We we now have a name for the chat. We now call them our ancient voices based off the Survivor soundtrack. So if you guys want to jump in and join the ancient voices, go ahead. We got a few people watching here. Uh, Georgette says, hi, guys. Yes, Randy predicted Tika was going home. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, wrong again. And then, of course, Russell Muscle TV. Go check out my man, Russell. He does great content. Hmm, what happened to that winner pick? <laughs> and she she got the the Randy the Randy curse. Well, another great thing that we saw this episode, Abraham. You're a man who loves challenges. I love challenges as well. You know, a lot of people like to shit talk them, and we both actually enjoy the challenges. And we actually got a reward challenge here, and this was a really fun challenge. Seeing people fall all over the place and literally be super dizzy, and and it, Franny kind of dominated this challenge. She she was the only one. I think, yeah, I don't think Danny did. I think she's the only one who landed the ball up there. JD style money. So, I mean, this was a fun JD, challenge. Baby. This was a fun challenge to watch, Abraham. What do you think of the, the you know, return of the reward challenge? First of all, I love a good challenge. I, I love the complexity of it. I see they kind of added two challenges in one when you had to crawl, then you had to get the ball, then you got dirty. I, it's grimy. I like that grimy challenge. But what I also do, I, you know what? I was glad it wasn't a reward slash vote out challenge. I was glad that it was just a reward challenge because in this shorter survivor thing, we don't get to see the development of relationships. 
And I think we truly saw the development relationships in Fanny's very first pick. You know, looking at a mom, missing her son, but that's the, the conversation you have that doesn't make the edit. You know, when you're not being filmed or you're just talking about your family, you're kind of hanging out. And, you know, it kind of was a bonding moment, but I, Julie, I truly enjoyed the fact that we got to see some just regular conversations and not having to worry about who we got to vote out, even though strategy is always going to be a part of the game. And we saw it once they got to the sanctuary. Hey, big ups to CBS and Jeff for making the sanctuary better because it, it, it was getting a little, it was getting a little dry mean, out there. I mean, he did. He did make it better. <laughs> I have a picture here better. for everybody. Look at this. Look at this Mexican cuisine that he, I mean, it's like a Mexican restaurant. You've got your, what they have. You got your tacos. You got your margaritas, your beer. And we have That's those, un, those, uh, <laughs> what's, what did he say? We have those, those unalcoholic beverages for those of you who are not 21, which I'm pretty sure is just cars. I mean, okay. Let's talk about the sanctuary here, Abraham. I, I agree. He made it better. If this is what we're going to have to do, like if we're just going to focus on the sanctuary, we're not going to do any other rewards. This was nice. You got letters from home. You got Mexican cuisine. They kind of decorated it to be, like I said, uh, I'll show Look. it one more time, like a like a Look. Mexican <laughs> restaurant. There's like a menu, make your own taco sign back there. This was this was nice. Hey, hey, hey production did some work on that one, but and I, and I like that, man. You know what? For everybody that wants to go out there and you want to play the game and be on Survivor, this is some of the most realest moments you're going to see in the game of Survivor, man. When you're reading a letter from home, You've been 18 days and like, no, nah, that's not that long. It's a long time. It is a long time. So when you get a chance to read a letter from home and Lauren letter was great. You know, again, we got a, we got a glimpse to see the people, you know, and what's behind them and, you know, how some of them got on the show. So I, I like those moments, but you know, it got to turn to gameplay. And Carolyn was the first one to say she wants Danny out, which I thought was a great intro because everybody, nobody really wanted to say who they wanted to vote out. He was like, no, I want Danny out. Hey, this is all I mean, girls opportunity. Mothers. I, I thought, I mean, Abraham, are you as shocked as I am? I thought this was going to be an all, like the beginning of a, an all girls group. I seriously did. I was thinking like the Black Widow Brigade. Obviously, it wouldn't have lived up to that. But that instantly came in my mind. I was thinking of Kim Spradlin's uh, group and Survivor. What was it? Was it One World, I believe? Um, so I mean, or yeah, I think so. So I was, well, I was thinking these girls are going to, you know, this is the perfect opportunity. There's only three guys left in the game. And then it was the three guys and Jamie that got left behind. So did you think they were going to form this group? Cause I was like, this is exciting. I would have loved if the four of them, Lauren, Franny, Carolyn, and Heidi, just decided to to join together Look, and take out the rest. If you didn't want to spoil it, don't listen to this part. The group that got together was a group that was left behind, not the group that went to the went there and enjoyed a great meal and kind of hung out with each other, kind of relaxed and you know let their guards down a little bit. Danny was running the group that was back at the beach, and Danny was running you know jam jam. I know you're missing home, know you're missing your husband, uh, and then you know then he went ahead and threw Jamie under the bus. Oh, nobody's going to believe that. So he was paying the target on everybody's back, and he was basically masterminding it. You, you, you got there where nobody's really listening to Carol. They're like, okay, she's talking. Jam Jam's saying she's going to be upset. But if you go back three votes, any vote that she wanted to cast, she, she hasn't been able to do it. So 
I think whoever aligns themselves with her, that's going to be the determining factor on who's going to be the final five. But I you're going to have to align yourself with her because one, she has the only idol that nobody knows about except no Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, Heidi, Heidi has an idol no one knows about. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I like to go ahead and put this out on Front Street. Nobody got hit with the fake idol. Nobody played a fake idol. So I want everybody to come back and, and say, hey, you know what? The fake idol wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be or just need some retooling to kind of put it back in motion. But I was hoping to see somebody go up there and say, Jeff, I got an idol. Play it. And he say, no. Fake idol. <laughs> Let me get that torch snuff right now. Before we get to the whole Jamie fake idol fiasco that, that happened this episode, I do want to add on to what you said about Carolyn there. And how Carolyn has, she keeps pitching Danny. We got to get Danny out. We got to get Danny out. And no one seems as invested as Carolyn is in in that decision. And I think it should be the move that everyone is focusing on. Because I think Danny is a super big threat that for whatever reason. What threat has Danny been a threat? Name one thing. Okay, not the challenges, but he's been leading (laughs) most of the votes. You said it. He, He went back to camp. And he started leading the vote immediately. He has been the focal point of leading these votes. And I was begging this episode at the very end, Abraham, I was begging for Carolyn to play her idol for Franny because we saw people say, let's hope that Carolyn does not hear Franny's name because she is not going to be down for that. And then she hears Heidi. And this is a different story, which we're going to get into in a couple minutes as well. We hear Heidi come back and say, this is what Danny says said to me he doesn't even need me and carolyn got super paranoid and be like why is he saying that if he's saying he doesn't need you then something's fishy going on here because we should have the numbers and i was just begging for carolyn to play her idol for franny yes it would have been the second time franny had an idol played against her this season yes carolyn should definitely save her idol for herself but that would have been a huge move and I thought that Carolyn and Franny could have went to the end together as this very strong uh, social and physical duo. You're right. You, you know what's, what's kind of odd about it? Everything is out in the open except for the sneaky players. Carson, sneaky player. Nobody has paid attention to Carson. I'm not sure how he's just sliding through, but he is getting a great edit on the fact that he's masterminding behind the scenes. There, Carson was like, look, I told everybody Heidi had an idol. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and say, I blame it on Kane because Kane is gone. I was like, hey, good move. That's a good move. But you know what? Nobody is really paying attention to him. He's kind of just moving. Now that Jam Jam's been off the blocks, of, on the chop, off the chopping block, guess what? Jam Jam really ain't worrying about too many things. Carolyn said, look, I want to get Danny out. But that goes back to when she went to the reward challenge. No, when it went to the island and her, Danny, and, uh, and Brandon. Up. Brandon yeah, been going was, for it. Brandon yeah. been going for a little while. Um, Brandon all said they wanted to go ahead and get together to have the bromance, and they just basically said, "We, hey, you, you make it if you can." So she's kind of holding on to that, and that's the reason why she wants to get Danny out. But I figured Lauren would jump on that bus, considering that Danny has been targeting her for the last that exactly four and days. She, he came to her and was like, "Hey, I want to work with you," and she's just like, "Okay." Yeah, let's let's do it. And I was like, Lauren, this is a man who's been playing against you for the entire game. The extra vote is gone. Um, but here's the end. People play different when they don't think the target's on their back. You know, so right now, Heidi, 
you still got some votes. You got some votes this this uh, tribal. You got votes last tribal. Uh, but we, we lost Franny. Now, on the upside, for everybody that's going to miss Franny, we all want to see if the budding romance is going to kick off at Ponderosa. <laughs> yeah, oh. well, it, it, definitely, it, it definitely is. If you're talking the romance, because they're still together, Franny and Matt still together to this day. Um, I will say in the comments uh, while we were talking there, Orud agrees with you. I was hoping we would see a huge moment with a fake and nothing happened. Jess, it was definitely one of the most uh, bummer moments of the season. I'll just put this out there with Franny and her game. I think outside of Abraham, obviously, for new era players, I think Franny is possibly my favorite new era player. Like this is someone that, I was devastated to see her go. I love the game she played. She showed that she was a physical threat. She's a social threat. She came to play the season and just ran out of allies at the end of the day. Um, and I, I think Franny should be a shoe in for a returning season. I think they should definitely bring her back. You know, she played a great, she's playing and she played a great game. Um, I do like the way Danny, uh, has this is the first time Danny's been a gracious loser because he actually went up to Carson and, and said congratulated Carson. Everybody else was like, ah, get away from me. Um, so it's been pretty interesting to see that. I don't think it was Franny's time to go. I, I just don't think Franny was that big of a threat at that time, especially with eight players. I now. agree. Yeah, you still had get down to six, knock out, knock out everybody, get down to six. Um, and you could have given an all girls alliance and just went through and just knocked off the rest of them. But you only I, it's all girl alliance. You only you only knocking off two other players. I agree a thousand. I agree a thousand percent that Franny shouldn't been shouldn't have been the move here, and that's what Carolyn was pitching all along that she's not the move. We got to get Danny out instead. So it was a it was a bummer to see her go. Let's go ahead and talk about you brought it up. Let's talk about this Jamie fake idol fiasco. What do you have to do to get someone to believe you out here? She First is all. telling the total truth. Kane went home with my with my idol. She is talking about how they got scared of the knowledge's power advantage to their defense. They did not get to see season 43 where everyone remember they filmed these seasons back to back. They didn't get to see season 43 uh, before going out there to play. So to their defense, they didn't see how season 43 was also terrified about knowledge's power and did the same thing where they were passing their idols and stuff around. It's kind of crazy that it happens back-to-back seasons like that. Um, but Abraham, Jamie is telling Abraham, Jamie is telling everyone the truth, and they just will not believe her. They're First like, all, we, like we get Survivor. a load of it. The, the, truth <laughs> I is, mean, the, like, the truth is irrelevant on the game of Survivor. Let's go back to the title of the game. Outwit, outplay, outlast. Who am I gonna believe if you say you your idol walked out the door? Why would I believe that? Here's was, where here's where I would have played it differently. Here's okay. where I played differently. I would have said, oh, well, I'm about to ride this storm out. I don't know what it's gonna lead me to. Uh if, <laughs> if it comes about and I can get this, if somebody think I got an idol and I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna use the idol to my advantage to like, look, I got an idol, I'll play it for you. You know, we got a good alliance. Somebody comes up and they say they're gonna they're gonna try to vote you out if I hear your name. I got you covered. And that's the thing about it is you don't know, but it don't take much to run away with stuff. And that's what's really what happening is. And she keeps hammering the issue. Stop going to tribal council, everybody, and want to get long-winded. For those that don't know, that's where usually you get got at, tribal council. 
And she was like, I don't have an idol. The more you How many it, times did she say it this episode? Yeah, it should have been a drinking game. The more you say it, the more people, less likely people are to believe you. You just got to get past that moment and then say, okay, I need to try to find somebody to work with. I thought her and Lauren was working together well, but it's so many different dynamics now to the game of Survivor and the players. You know, you think you got it all hammered out. The only player I see just kind of really masterminding behind the scene is Carson. Carson's been a part of every vote out in some form or fashion. Yeah, but guess what? Danny's standing in front of him. So Carson's going to have to make a decision somewhere down the road. I got to take Danny out the way if I have a chance to sit there and even try to convince the jury $4 million because we really don't see Carson. We see him because we see the edits. So we get a chance to see him doing, see his confessionals. Now, it's going to be interesting, just like we saw last season, when do you take out your perceived number one? Or is Jam Jam his number one? Old tribe Carson, I think Carson and Carolyn are number one and number two, but it'll be interesting next week to see how Carolyn reacts to that. Um, I do want to add, Jamie made a point, I think it was a few weeks ago, where she, it might have been this episode, but she made a point at, at some point where she said alliances are dead. And we really saw that this episode, Abraham, with everybody scrambling before tribal council. Now, we already know this is a fast paced game. There's only 26 days. And so you only have a few hours between the immunity challenge and tribal council to to get the plan together. And we saw Carolyn at the very last minute go to Carson and say, hey, the plan has been changed to Heidi. And Carson's like, ah, I don't like last minute changes. And he's like, I got to talk to Jam Jam and and someone else as well. Um, but out of voting him I mean, out right there. Are, out of voting yeah. Carson out. Are alliances truly dead? Because this was, I saw a tweet from Dalton Ross where he's like, this whole, I think it was Dalton Ross, where he said this whole Survivor 44 vote is stupid because the logic behind it was just absurd. First off, it was let's vote Jamie out because she is telling us this lie about a a fake idol, which, you know, we don't even know if it's a real idol or not. And then it ended up being, okay, now let's vote Heidi out because she came and told us something that Danny said to her that was actually really rude. Like the logic behind who to vote out this episode was kind of all over the place. And and I also want to throw out there, I I have been a huge Danny supporter. I want to meet Danny in real life. I love the guy. He's a fun guy. A lot of people have been shit talking this social game. And I've been the one who I've been here. And I'm like, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think, I don't think it's the best but I don't think his social game is that bad. However, this episode, what he said to Heidi, his number one ally, Heidi is his number one ally in the game. She goes up to him to get the plan and he tells her the plan is Franny and we don't even need your vote. That he, is he, a... He, it's, you, you, it's a... It's blunt. It is not a good social game. It's but guess terrible. who's the only person that voted for Danny? Heidi, person voted, Heidi voted Heidi voted for Danny. And I, I, I'm just saying, Abraham, you said it perfect. That's not a great social move. I think that just split them up. They have been working together all season. And that almost had Heidi playing her idol, which nobody knows about. Um, but I was just, when I was watching that, I just instantly went, ooh, what did he just say? 
and I had to rewind really fast and listen to it. It was the, it was his tone of voice. Right. It was, that is like Abraham, if we're working together and you come up to me, Randy, what's the plan? What are we doing tonight? And I just go, Abraham, I don't need you. Now I want you to go back. <laughs> I want you to go back to tribal council and a conversation that Danny had with Lauren. And he said, Hey, look, we're, we're going after each other in the game, but when we're not doing the game, which is all the time, we're, we're, we know we enjoy each other's company. Danny is telling you exactly who he is, but he's also giving you a little glimpse into what happens behind the scene and what doesn't make on the edit floor. Everybody's talking. Everybody's talking. It doesn't matter that he is outwardly playing the game. He, he's just not hiding his game at all. He just His game is up front, in your face. This is how I'm going to play. You know, damn be all, whatever happens is going to happen. But Danny can't be discredited for not playing the game of Survivor because he is playing. You I know, mean, he's playing, but is this going to to catch up with him? Of that course. he just kind of he just <laughs> threw his number one ally to the side, yeah. basically said, "You're not important to me." I, that's pretty much what it's going to sound like to Heidi. You're not important. I don't need you. I, I don't. Danny's gonna get it's gonna get caught up with Danny because one, Danny is creating more people that want to get Danny out. So, and that's the thing about it is Carson's gonna have to make a decision here shortly because as the numbers start to dwindle, so does your decision making. So. Carson, you're going to have to make a decision on what side you want to fall on. I think they've already separated Carolyn. I think she's done. I think it's been four or five votes now where her voice just wasn't heard. And she's like, I'm frustrated with this situation. Yeah. I'm going to be done. It's just a matter of who gives her the best option for the next vote. And I'm not going to say she needs to get off of Danny as a vote, but you got to look at it and say, okay, what's the next best move? So eight players to go. Who would you have voted out tonight? Are you are you asking me personally? Yeah, who would you vote out tonight? I would have been all on the Danny plan. I would yeah. have been all for it. And I, I I was right. I mean, I'm with Carolyn. Work with Franny. Franny is someone that I would love to work with. She doesn't have a number one ally. She seems pretty much trustworthy. Um, I yep. don't think it's time. Obviously, I wouldn't want to sit next to Franny at the end. But it's not quite time to get rid of Franny. Not at eight. Not at eight. Eight is too many people. You want to... Oh, now we're eight. Now, okay. Who becomes a challenge beast now that Franny's gone? Let's go back and look at the last three challenges. Who came in second? Danny. Danny has Thank been you. second several times, except today in the. Sorry, I had to plug my computer in. I guess no, I wait, forgot. Look, before I stop. Stop messing with the puzzles because I looked at that puzzle. First of all, I was I was like, what kind of puzzle is this? This this is a whole different type of puzzle. I'm going to have to hit Carson up and be like, hey, did you have a 3D drawing of that puzzle? I was going to say, did, did Carson that, 3D print this puzzle? Because he flew right through it. I didn't know. I, I never. I can't remember seeing that puzzle before. I, so I think they've sure done it a, new a puzzle. few times. It is a confusing type puzzle because he was stuck for a little while. So he almost, if Franny was doing better in her puzzle, she, he would have lost to Franny again. Um, I think the way the vote played out tonight is going to, draw the lines in the sand on who's actually got a, even a little bit of alliance because Franny was the one you were targeting. You're saying that she's going to be a challenge beast with eight players. You still have at least four more challenges where somebody's going to dominate. And that's just the actual vote challenge. If they have any rewards in the middle now, is there going to be a new challenge beast? So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how, what plays out next week. Cause that's going to be a pivotal week because whoever you play out, it's going to draw the lines in the sand on, how do we vote for the rest of the way? Jam Jam, I'm looking for more for him. I'm, I'm happy you brought up Jam Jam because that's where mm -hmm. I was going to go next. Uh, he He's someone that we haven't talked about this episode. We did see a moment 
where when he was not chosen to go to the sanctuary and he didn't get his loved one visit, I, I love this moment. I really, it's one of my favorite moments of the episode. We see everyone go back and they're like, ah, it's okay, guys. And then Jam Jam is sitting there and he goes, no, it's not okay. I'm fucking mad. Sorry, excuse me. I should have. Why you, hey, why you mad? You know somebody got dropped, home. I dropped the F-bomb on YouTube. That's the one cuss word you don't want to say. Ooh. Anyways, I'm freaking mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I absolutely love that because we need more of that in the game. When Kane, yes, even though Kane last week said it <laughs> in a friendly gone. way, when he says, enjoy your effing rice. <laughs> um, and then this week we get, Jam Jam saying, I'm effing mad. We need more of that. Get mad. It's a it's a game for a million dollars. We're not here to make friends, people. Get angry. Yeah, and you saw that. Look. You, look, saw hey. that you saw that Jam Jam was really bothered by this. Do we believe that this kind of led Jam Jam to being like, yeah, I'm definitely down to vote Franny because she didn't pick me to go in the reward? Look, it only takes a sliver of anything to point somebody in another direction in Survivor. It don't take much. And that was just, here's the thing, what? Even when they talked about it, it's difficult to win a challenge, but it's even more difficult to pick the right people for the actual reward. Now, think about it. If she didn't pick Heidi and she actually picked Jam Jam, would Franny still be here? Is there any other set of people that she could have picked that would have saved Franny? And that's the thing about it is, you pick you pick two of the right out the bunch. Because I would have known Heidi was suspect when Carolyn said, hey, how do you feel about voting out Danny? And she was like, well, right there, I'd have been like, okay, she's not with it. <laughs> she's not with it. Yeah, got, you should have known. Go until, way. Yeah. But you never know, man. The hardest part is winning the challenge and deciding who's going to be the people that go with you. Because ultimately, the people left behind are going to be hurt. And on top of that, guess who capitalized on it? Danny. Because Danny, Danny was like, yeah, you're right about that. And then you got the, I got an idol, but I didn't have an idol story. Now, you know, so you got all kind of crazy stuff going on both sides. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how you play out once you win. But I want to see another reward challenge, just a regular reward challenge, just to see how everybody reacts now on who you're going to bring a reward challenge. I feel like there's no chance we get another one the rest of the season, the way that these new era seasons like have been going. Um I want to go ahead and ask Abraham, you keep bringing up Carson's name. Carson is something. Do you like Carson? It seems like you're a big Carson fan. You know what? Carson's my guy, man. Um, and he, he, he's comical. I'm loving the way that I wouldn't have expected when I first met him that he would play the game of Survivor as he's playing. But I love the way Carson is kind of lurking in the shadows. And, and being one of the younger players, he's not overdoing it. At, and, and previously, I thought he was kind of he was oversharing too by giving out too much information. But I think is he, he probably got two more tribal councils to be in the shadows, and he's going to make a decision on this game. But right now, I think what he's doing is working for him. The problem is they're voting out everybody else. Eventually, Carson, you will come to light. So he has to make a decision on who's going to be his top three. Because now you're down to five. I'm sorry, what's you down? Seven. You need seven, at least yeah, three. We're down to the final there. seven, yeah. You need at least two. Yeah, because if well, you have two solid allies, you, you're going to be able to survive if you get down to the final five. <clears throat> the, the reason I asked that, Abraham, is because Carson is, from what I see on Twitter, the most hated castaway this season. <laughs> How do you hate Carson? Uh, 
Well, we, we, we did have a lot of cocky moments from Carson this episode where he was in the confessional and he went, they're saying they don't know where the vote was going. I knew where the vote was going and oh, stuff we, like that. And I want you to survive. That's hey, look, get some of this. Oh, hey, I, oh, I they oh. wanted all the smoke. Carson's giving him all the smoke. Abraham. I love it. I'm just speaking for some of the fans here who I saw a lot of people when Carson won, you think Carson three printed that like people are annoyed that he 3d printed puzzles. And I, I'm sorry. That's not Carson's fault. He didn't know that they were going to use those puzzles. So don't blame Carson on that. But at the same time, I saw a lot of people saying, you know, we know that Will, who is on the Survivor Now podcast, he does Stockwatch on Mondays. Um, we know that he's not a huge Carson fan, but I see a lot of people saying, like, I'm ready for this cocky nerd to get out of the game. And a lot of people are rooting against Carson. Why do we think that is? Do we think it's because he's, he's showing a little bit of cockiness? Do we think it's because Look, we, we, people we just don't think Look. he should be there? Finicky. One, one, you want a bad guy. Then you get a bad guy. Now you don't want a bad oh, guy. Oh no, I, I am mean, loving it. I don't include me. Don't include I mean, me on we, this. We, I we love this. To, we want people to do stuff on Survivor, and now we don't. Look, Carson's out there playing his game, and he's having a ball at playing it. And he got ready to play the game of Survivor. Everybody on that season looked at the previous two seasons, 41-42. and they learned from forty-one, forty-two, and they got prepared. Now here's the thing. There's no way Carson would have known that that particular puzzle that he 3D'd was going to be one of the puzzles played on his seat. He just didn't know that. It was great that he had the upper hand and he understood the puzzle, but his tribe capitalized off that win, so which was great. Now, here's Eric. I met him in person. He's a great guy. So I don't see him from the one-dimensional side of just on the TV screen. He's a great guy. I would never – and here's the thing about it is, he's quiet. He is not that – bro. I'm like, who is that voice coming from? He don't put a little, he don't put a little curve on. And I like to see him out there, man. And he's doing and enjoying and having a good time. Now, saying all that, he he about to get rid of a train if he don't figure out what direction he wants to go in next. He's either gonna have to take Danny out or he's gonna have to bring back their original three from their tribe because he they're the only tribe that has their original players. I mean, yeah. it, it, it original players. I mean, they well, lost Jam, Josh, Jam. they lost Sarah, they no, lost. No, but the final three that based off of the, the current carnage that's going on, yeah, uh, yeah. Ratu got destroyed because Kane is gone, um, Brandon is gone. gone, Lauren is the only one left from that tribe. No, they got no, Jamie. Ja Jamie's, Jamie's from there. Jamie's from there. Yeah, Jamie's from Ratu. But I mean, they're destroying the rest of the tribe. So this is a great opportunity to see how these alliances are going to draw be drawn in the sand and what, what direction they are going next. Now that's the one great thing I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying about 44. There is no direction. You never know what's going to happen next. It, it's just one of them things like, let's see if, if this happens next. Let's see if this person right here wins a challenge next. Oh man, somebody else won the challenge. So I'm having a blast just watching yeah. the development and seeing the different storylines that are coming out of here. So I'm having a good time. First off, Abraham, don't include me. With everyone else, because I love the antics that Carson is causing. I do want a villain. I want someone out there to root against. Right now, I love Carson for me, and this is going to be a really hot topic. <laughs> this is going to be really hot. People are not going to be happy when I say this. I'm kind of rooting against Jam Jam. He is sassiness. He feel I and I love Jam Jam. I love him. But I feel like Jam Jam could be 
one of the villains this season with how he he's kind of acting sometimes about with stuff. So he's someone who, you know, why, no, am I, why, why am I rooting against him? It's because I feel like this season, the two fan favorites are Jam Jam and Carolyn. And if those are the two who are going to make it to the end, those are the two getting the heavy edit. And if those two are making it to the end, I would much rather see Carolyn win than Jam Jam. I don't, I don't think Jam Jam is going to make it to the end. Um, I think that his, 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 I love the antics at tribal council where they give him the subtitles and he, and <laughs> yeah. he's just, I mean, he has so many edits where there's just so many funny things he's saying, but again, everybody's going to have to make a decision on who they're going to align with. And I think they're just destroying a lot of people too early and breaking a lot of trust. And I don't think Heidi's going to trust anybody. <laughs> I think Heidi should be like, no, I'm good. I just got to figure out where I can stand at. And I think it's going to come down to somebody playing an idol and somebody getting blindsided. Well, you're right about this, Abraham. Season 44 has been super chaotic. I am surprised every single week. I, I don't feel like there's an easy vote moving forward. This cast is one of the best casts we've seen in a long time. I have to say, this is this cast is pretty much perfect. Both, like there's, if I look, if I look at the remaining seven players, I am fine with any of them winning. I think they're all incredible people. I think they all, I know people are going to be like, Randy, what the hell are you talking about? Lauren's had a quiet game. Heidi's had a quiet game. If you make it to the end of survivor, you deserve to win survivor. I, do, I don't care. I know a lot of people like to look at goats. Uh, you just got carried to the end. Do you guys understand how difficult it is out there when you're not being fed, when you're stuck in the rain? I'm speaking like I know. I don't even know how Abraham does know. You know how difficult it is to be. You know how difficult it is to be out there in the elements. And even if you're not at the forefront, like a Danny or a Carson making the moves, it is still a strategy to just kind of make it through. It's still nearly impossible to get to the end of the game. You can't piss anyone off. You have to be on the right side of most of the votes. So I'm telling you guys, this term of a goat, and I'm not talking greatest of all time. I'm talking survivor goat, someone who's just been dragged to the end. It doesn't exist. I don't think if you you make it to the end, if you make it to the end, you have a, a reason to win. I think we look at this season here. I mean, each player has their own merit. Now, here's a, here's the thing: you don't control your own edits. The edits are done and they're put in chronological order for a reason. Some people try to read into the edit. Oh, they got more edits, so they're they're gonna they're gonna win, or they didn't get a lot of edits. It's just not enough time to put every storyline in there. And I think that's one of. If I had a criticism of the new era Survivor, is just like Fishback said see more of the development of personal relationships and how we're getting to these votes and why we're doing these votes. They're not just, oh, no, we're just, we just not going to vote for this person. No, because, wait a minute, Jam Jam was on the chopping block back to back, and now he's not even on the target radar. Not even on the radar, yeah. You know, what, what happened to that? So it, it's kind of interesting to see how conclusions are drawn based off of so little information. And the elements, the lack of food, you got to think about it is your cognitive thinking is off. You know, like, man, you got people crying at a drop of a, a drop of a dime that probably don't cry that often. And they're looking at it, man, I'm, I'm boohooing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that's the thing about it is survivor going to take you to the edge and some people going to fall off 
And that's just how the game is going to work out. And this is day 18. Day 18 they're going into. And this is going to be pretty interesting, you know. But I like I like the last seven. I mean, we would have liked to see Franny in there. We'd like to see her compete and everything else. But I do like the last seven. It's, the last seven is anybody's game. Anybody's I, I game. couldn't say it any better. I mean, this is a very exciting final seven. And it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But we're going to go ahead and take a quick ad break. When we come ad back, break. Abraham and I will give you our choices for player of the episode. We will talk about the two players left in the game who are currently playing a perfect game, something that's only been done twice, and we'll answer some questions and look ahead uh, to the week. We will be right back. My name is Jonah Fielko, and I'm the CEO of Bracketology.tv, fantasy sports for reality television. We offer fantasy games for shows like The Bachelor, Survivor, Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race, and Counting. You start by creating a community. Within your community, you can create a fantasy league for each show that you want to play fantasy games for. Within the league, you can choose up to three of our four game types, and our most popular is the Advanced League. Choose a team of contestants, and depending on what they do and say during the episode, that's how your team will gain or lose points each week. We also have elimination-style games, like our Confidence Pool. This is where you choose how confident you are that each contestant will survive elimination that week. And we've also got March Madness style brackets. Come back a couple hours after the episode to check your scores and watch you climb the leaderboard. Bracketology is free to play, so grab your friends, your family, your coworkers, and head to bracketology.tv for more info. What's up, everybody? Coach Benway, the Dragon Hey, guys, this is Steven Fishback. I mean, I'm definitely going to win. I'm ready to bring it. This is amazing. Team coach here, out to a quick lead. Oh, my God, wait. Oh, I knew it was going to be this. It is not going to take much to derail a party. Are there swaps in this game? They kind of suggested that there were twists. Oh my gosh, I just... <laughs> Each party is going to be eliminating one player. I'm 54, but I'm full of piss and vinegar. I'm not that thing for you. I don't yeah. want you gone. In five seasons of Expedition Online, this is the first time we've ever seen a crossroads like this. I'm about to be screwed. And that was the most dramatic thing I've been through, and, and I went to a funeral today. Oh my god, Lori just came back. He's gonna be so mad, though. I think he's scared of me. Buddy, you gotta go. Bring them into your circle yeah. of trust. This is where great players shine. It's basically Ooh. the doll pal strategy here. This is the <laughs> perfect... Look. Wait, wait, Abraham, you got something to add there? I'll be in the commercial like, man, <laughs> I can never see that person. <laughs> it is the perfect time to show Expedition Online. Uh, might be one of the last times we show the trailer because the season is coming to an end. Make sure to head over to Expedition Online on YouTube. Hit that uh, subscription button uh, and make sure to turn on notifications because this Sunday we are going live, I believe at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, for the live reunion show i will oh, nice. be there because i competed this season fishback will be there i think coach will be there and we will announce the winner of season five of expedition online it is an incredible game make sure you guys go apply today it is as close to survivor that you can get an incredible time they put on it a great production over there so make sure to head on over to expedition online's youtube 
and watch the season before the live reunion show this Sunday and find out who takes home the prize. It will not be me because I got eliminated at the final five. So there's that. So we are now, it is now time to name our player of the episode. And Abraham, there's, I feel like there's a lot of good ones here. I will go ahead and name my first candidate, and that is Carson. I think Carson does deserve player of the episode this week. Not only was he able to win his first individual immunity challenge, he dominated the puzzle, but he continues to just steer the vote and manage that Tika 3 alliance. He's kind of in the middle of Jam Jam and Carolyn, and he's able to use his social skills to kind of bring them together and say, look, this is what we need to do. And everybody goes to Carson. Danny was going to Carson. They had that bro moment where he's like, yeah, let's do this, bro. Let's do this. <laughs> Carolyn goes to Carson. Jam Jam goes to Carson. Carson has his hand in all the cookie jars. And while I believe it will catch up to him, because that's exactly how I played on Expedition Online. And when people started to notice, Randy's working with you. Wait, he's working with me. It got to the point where everyone turned against me. That's what I think is going to happen to Carson. But we're not talking about in a few weeks' time or whatever. We're talking about right now, this week, this episode. This episode and I think Carson was the player of the episode. I'm going to second that, and here's the reason why. I love a good challenge. And Carson wasn't leading that challenge. Carson was not in the top, but Carson got through the challenge. He mastered the challenge, and he, he put it to bed. And that's the thing about it is, I love the challenges, but the challenges kind of give everybody a, a fair shake at winning immunity. And winning individual immunity, if that's not a bucket list item for you on Survivor, please do not put your name in the hat. <laughs> Don't go on the show. Yeah. But he won. Hey, look, bucket list, check off, one individual immunity for himself. But you're right. Randy's right. His gameplay up until this point, he had a couple of moments I kept, that I thought was kind of questionable, but his gameplay has been outstanding in maneuvering the minefields of emotions and personalities and trying to keep people on the same page and let's go ahead and vote. And if you notice, Carson's name has never come up as a target. Never. So this week it's Carson for my... You're, hey, I, co, I, I co-sign on that one. Go ahead. Well, okay, Abraham, I, I, I'm going to challenge you a bit. Give us another name because we got to let the people vote here on Instagram. If you guys didn't know this is what we do, well, while Abraham thinks of a name, we give you right, a, we, we give you guys a few people that could be player of the week. We put it on our Instagram, so go check us out on Instagram, at Survivor Now Podcast. Hit up our stories. It'll be uploaded tomorrow um, at some point and vote for who you think should be the player of the episode. Last week, I believe it was, I'm trying to remember who took it home. I want to say Heidi. Yeah, I believe Heidi was voted player of the week. Yes, it was Heidi. So Heidi won player of the week last week. Abraham, so we gave him Carson. Let's give him at least one more so they have oh, someone hey. to vote on here. My number two is Franny. Uh, what? You can't. That's Come player on, of the week. She went home. Yeah, but she did. She played an outstanding game. Uh, Think she about did. it. She won the challenge. She's the reason why they went to the reward. She got, hey, look, they went to the majestic location that served tacos. And margaritas. I mean, and she just had, you know what? I like players that look like they're having a good time. And Franny um, looks like she's having a great time. And she enjoyed it. Didn't want to get voted out tonight, but her exit speech was outstanding. Hey, look, I got voted out, but I got voted out playing the game that I've always wanted to play. And that's the thing about Survivor. No matter what happens or how it happens, 
you got to have a moment just to enjoy just the good thing because it's not going to last forever. You're going to still do the 26 days. You're still going to get voted out. So take a moment and enjoy yourself. Just enjoy it. Enjoy for what it is, an opportunity to be on a great adventure. And I think this episode, Franny embodied that. Did it work out in her favor? No, not really. But she looked like she had a good time and she had some good margaritas. I got I got one more option for you guys. I'll throw Danny's hat in the ring as well because I think Danny did a great job. Danny was the one who threw out, we got to get Franny out and look who went home. And he was once again controlling the vote. He pulled Lauren on his side, someone who's been targeting the entire game. He got Lauren on his side. So I'm going to throw out Danny, Carson, Danny, and Franny are your three options this week for player of the week. And you guys can go on and vote for that. Uh, You, you mentioned how Carson has not had his name in anybody's mouth. Uh, And that has set Carson up for possibly a perfect game. When we oh, merge, Carson, you done. You done. Randy done spoke on you. You done. He's getting when, voted out next. Hey, when, you heard it here first. They get he getting voted out next. Uh, tribal. When Council. when we merged, twelve people were eligible for a perfect game. Now, the definition of a perfect game on Survivor is you don't receive a single vote all season, and then you sweep the final tribal council. You sweep all of the jury's votes. Gabler was one vote away from doing that last season at the final tribal council. James voted for Cassidy. (laughs) Everybody else voted Gabler. If James voted for Gabler, then he would have been the third person, just the third winner ever to play a perfect game behind JT Thomas and John Cochran. It is something that is nearly impossible to do. Carson is one of the people who still is in the running for a perfect game. He has not had his name written down once. Uh, can you name, can you name the other one? Carolyn is the other one. Carolyn is not the other one. She's really? been voted for the voted other for? one. The other one is Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Huh. Lauren has not been voted for the entire game. So Lauren and Carson are the two people remaining who are in the running for a perfect game. Abraham, this is nearly impossible to do. Do we think either of those two could could play a perfect game? We saw Gabler almost do it. In a game of Survivor, I, I'm always going to say yes. In a game, you never you never know what's going to happen in this crazy madhouse called Survivor. So I'm going to go say at least one of them has a shot for it. Uh, we still got we still got a long way to go. I would say if anyone does it, it's gonna be Carson. Nah, and, I think Carson's gonna blow his spot up. I think he I think I think he's gonna do should I, should I just say he's my winner pick now so he goes home next week? Oh, man, you know your winner pick game is a curse. Don't do that to that guy. Give him give him another week or two. Oh man, which, uh, is, which is the countdown to the finale in New York. Bryce and Wynn present that finale would kick off. It's a two-day event up there, and it's gonna be a fabulous party. Abraham, I believe we're gonna be there. Survivor Now podcast will be in the house. We will be at the event. We will be hanging out. We will be doing our podcast live stuff. We'll do something live. We will be live on the podcast. We will interview some people. Uh, come out, say hi. Um, we'll be giving uh, some stuff away potentially as well. Where it, we're in the works. We're trying it. Uh, but anyway, so, so we'll yeah, it's look, that's hey, going to be. We got to update our pictures from New York from last time. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's going to be super fun. Did you like okay. the pictures at the beginning, the new intro we have? You always surprise me with something, man. So it's always great to be like, hey, where did we get those? Oh, those are the New York pictures. 
Yeah, did you like that? It's like it's it's like our show now. I love it. Um, the last thing I want to say about the episode, Fiji's rain. These cameras picking up the rain now. Oh my gosh, that was a downpour at that reward challenge. Let me tell you something. The rain in Fiji is twofold. One of them is if you're out there, the rain sucks. If you're currently in Ponderosa, you're the one that started the rain. You're the one that's over there praying for rain on the south. The mayor of Ponderosa, Matt, he's just praying for rain now. He shouldn't be praying for rain anymore because him and Franny have the honeymoon of a lifetime. Let me tell you something. Every time we saw a storm on the horizon, we was happy at Ponderosa. (laughs) Oh, we was happy. It was like, oh, just hit him in the head with it. I hope the shelter's (laughs) leaking. I mean, it's just just the nature of the game, man. You want them to be as uncomfortable, and especially after they voted you out. But they're on the jury. Rest assured, they are all in a room comfortable as you look behind my shoulder over here matt and franny are um, in a room together comfortable <laughs> what are we doing um i think we was playing cards that day they go there's hold up go back this way you got Jeannie, myself brad coach sarah i think we played poker oh that's what it was we were playing poker that day so we're not suffering we're at ponderosa we're not suffering uh, they're they're having fun. Uh, all right, so Abraham, let's get into our our closing. Let's show everyone what we have this week. It's going to be a fun week of Survivor Now coverage. Uh, if you guys didn't know, if you're new to the channel, we've expanded the podcast. This is crazy to think about. When Abraham and I first started really working together, it was one show once a week, and that was it. And now we're out here doing exit interviews. We've got. Four different shows all week for you guys, all breaking down Survivor. The content is incredible. All the shows are amazing. So let me just show you guys what we have coming up for you this week. Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, David and Tegwith are going to be joined by Sean Ross from Drop Your Buffs to break down episode 10, everything we saw tonight on the episode um, and and they do an incredible job over there talking about the social aspect of the game. Sean is incredible. He knows Survivor very well. And if you've never checked out Drop Your Buffs, go give them a listen to as well. Um, it, it's just, it's a fun time. We are honored to have him coming on. So he is the guest for Survivor Social this week. And then if you want to rep Survivor Social, we have new Survivor Social shirts that you can pick up Uh, The link is in our Instagram bio. You guys can pick those up now. It's got the Survivor Now logo on the back, Survivor Social logo on the front. Uh, Great quality shirt. So you guys can go pick that up right now in our Instagram bio. Uh, Friday, we have a bonus episode for you guys. Troy Zan, Troy, Troy Zan Robertson is going to be on the podcast to break down episode 10 of Survivor 44, as well as we had the queen Sandra on last week. And she talked, she told us a story about a fake idol that she made in, I believe it was, (laughs) I'm trying to remember the correct season. I believe it was, it wasn't second chance. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. It'll come to me at some point. Uh, But yeah, she made a fake idol and said that Troy Zan still has the idol. And he sent me a picture of it. Uh, actually Sandra did she sent me a picture of it and then put me in contact with Troy Zan. So he's going to come on the show to recap the latest episode, talk about this new era, let us know what he thinks about it. And we're going to be sharing some survivor stories as well. You guys are going to get to see this idol that Sandra made and it's, it's really good. Like it would fool me as well. So make sure that 
uh, podcast is going to be Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Abraham might be there. Abraham might not be there. We don't know yet. Sometimes Abraham has to work his real job. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not I'm not paying you enough, Abraham. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then as always on Mondays, Jack and Will will bring you Survivor 44 Stockwatch, where they break down every player's game, who ha- whose stock is rising, whose stock is dropping, um, and who is getting the winner's edit, who is in a really good spot to make the end of the game. Uh, so that's going to be, I mean, that is always fun as well. If you're into the edgic and the winner's side of things. Uh, so make sure to tune in with Jack and will that will be on Monday at nine 30 PM Eastern. And then finally, we are still talking to Chrissy about scheduling a time to go back and look, look back on what was one of the best seasons of Survivor all time in heroes versus villains. I mean, Abraham, you can you can agree with that, that it was one of the best seasons. Let me say something. Um, if you want to see a master's class in how to play the game, a social game of Survivor, and manage the actual jury and manage the actual tribal councils, sit down and look at heroes versus villains. And we're going to get to and we're going to get to break it down with with Chrissy. And we love Chrissy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, someone who never watched Survivor went in to the game and dominated. Uh, before we how about a question before we wrap up here, Abraham, okay. we just got a question. So J.E. wants to know, why did Danny vote out Franny given he just played an idol on her two rounds ago? It makes no sense. Please make it make sense. I don't know if we can, J.E. Like Jamie said, this new era of Survivor alliances don't exist. The game is always moving. And when he played that idol for her, he didn't know that Franny was going to become a challenge beast. And I think that's what happened. He noticed that she kept winning all the challenges. He kept coming in second and third place. And that that got him right here. That got him in the shoulder. He Look, wanted Franny out because she proved that she was a massive challenge threat. If you if, if you don't remember anything about the podcast, remember that Survivor is all about timing. And that it was a bad time. You're right. You play your idol for someone, that person's in your debt. That person's in your alliance. That's the person that you want to count on because they saved you. You don't throw them under the bus and it's like, okay, well, Danny, guess what? You could have just kept your idol, kept it hidden from anybody, and just now you you threw that away. And now he doesn't have an idol. So it doesn't make any sense. It's just 40. 40 <laughs> Survivor doesn't make sense. Yeah. just You just got to remember that every alliance is not a bad alliance and you got to have some type of alliance. If you only trust one person, trust one person, but just don't throw everybody under the bus. And that's what Danny's doing. Nobody is in a safe bus stop when Danny's driving the bus in the season 44 Survivor. He is the bus driver that's running over everybody. So get out the street, everybody. Get out the street. Uh, so I think we covered everything for week 10 of survivor. Only a few more episodes left. There are only three more episodes this season. It's crazy to think that we're going to be in New York in three weeks, Abraham. And I, I'm going to get to see you again. My friend, my deep friend. I just can't emphasize guys how much this man means to me. And we have became really, really good friends. I mean, I just call him randomly. If I have something I want to talk about, I go to this guy. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm so excited to see him again. And you guys can go to New York to catch us. Um, besides New York and besides us being at Bryson Wynn present the finale party, anything else coming up for you, Abraham? Anything um, new? 
No, that's it. Uh, May is going to be the Bryson Wynn present for the season finale. Then we're going to go on highest for a while until another season of Survivor somewhere in the world kicks off. Um, either be it Australia, either be South Africa. Well, or not be it, South Africa. <laughs> uh, we're still waiting on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or uh, the UK. UK is working on their, their version of uh, Survivor. So, but until that happens, um, we're waiting for the fall season to kick off. I think we got some, a bunch of other stuff to be working on in the middle, in between. Oh, man. But I don't think um, my next trip has nothing to do with Survivor. So, oh, really? And that's oh, in July. Wow. Yeah. So I'm being I, I'm, on another trip in July. Oh, um, I will be in Brad's uh, in June. Hanging oh, out at yeah. Durant. I got to get out there, man. I, I'm going to send, I'm gonna send Brad, Brad a, should I send Brad, 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 Brad a message? Should I send Brad a message and say, what do I have to do to get out to your ranch? Let's bring it back on the podcast and see what he's talking about. Yeah. Brad, well, yeah. first of all, it's. Oh, yeah, I'll be out there working. It's not like I'm on the ranch, just kind of hanging out of the cabin. Brad, like, yeah. Brad believes in work. So, <laughs> Brad, Brad puts you to work. If you're hanging with yeah. Brad, it's a get to work, pal. Uh, man, it's going to be fun. Uh, Abraham, uh, I will say during the offseason, we might take a few weeks off. I, I, I have a lot of people who have wanted us to do this. A lot of people want us to go back, watch an older season, and break it down. Oh, so, I thought yeah, about maybe. I thought about going back, watching an older season. We can just watch it once a week, like regular Survivor, and recap it Wednesday nights. You know what I mean? Just like we would regular Survivor. Let's just pick one. Yeah, let's that's pick, what let's, I, pick, let's pick a good one then. Should I, sh- should I put it on Instagram, like this offseason, put it on Instagram for people to vote, and whichever season gets the most votes, we'll go back and watch it? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. So I think, a, I think we might do that. We'll have something. And let's vote, and we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, and we'll go back and like I said, we would it would just be like this. We would just cover the the old season of Survivor like we're watching it again for the first time. We would just break down the episodes and it'd be more of like a less of like a breakdown and more of a reflective look back and we'd have we'd share some laughs and and talk about what went down. We could compare and contrast and be like what player from the current era Survivor would have survived in that particular era Survivor. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I we'll we'll get something going this offseason. Usually nine times out of ten, we wouldn't have had an offseason because South Africa would be our summer season. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, uh that is on hiatus at the moment. So yeah, we're we're stuck with nothing until Survivor 45 comes back this fall because Survivor AE won't be until next January, February around that time. So we were, we were, we were recreate our own survivor community. We have much to talk about. Oh yeah. We got a lot to talk about. So, all right. Well, as always, we will see you guys back here next week. Don't forget to check out the content that we have for you guys over the next couple of days. It's going to be some great, enjoyable times breaking down this past episode, which I think was another great episode. This season continues yeah. to impress. If you guys enjoyed this, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel Share it out there with all your friends. It just helps the podcast grow. And if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, make sure to follow the podcast and give us a rating as well. That's That really helps us grow the brand. And we want to continue to grow the survivor community that we're, that we're beginning. So as always, thank you guys for listening and watching. And we'll catch you next week. Next week.